today on a very special episode of The One Upbeat. September 30th, 2021, composer Koichi Sugiyama passed away. On this special episode, we're going to take a comprehensive look at his life and career. You'll hear music from his early years working on television, to film, anime, and finally, video games. April 11, 1931, in Tokyo, Sugiyama took an interest in music at a very young age, and was always a fan of Beethoven's music. Like many others, Beethoven's Fifth Symphony had a big impact on him. As he got older, he would start to branch out into other genres like pop and jazz. He noted that he was a huge fan of Glenn Miller, and A String of Pearls being a favorite tune. Always involved with music, in 1949, Sugiyama was in high school. He restarted the school orchestra, which was put on hold during the war. Sugiyama attended the University of Tokyo, and after, worked at a radio station doing a variety of programming, including hit music. In 1958, after concerns about the viability of music radio, Sugiyama left the station and took a job at Fuji TV. There, he was a program producer and in 1959 worked on The Hit Parade, a television version of hit music radio. hesitation that this format would even work. Hit music was meant for the radio. Plus, how was the network going to be able to get the number of hit musicians necessary live in studio to perform every show? Sugiyama and Susumu Watanabe made it work, initially with very little in the budget, which necessitated clever camera tricks because of the lack of space, and Sugiyama composing the theme song himself. It was during this time that Sugiyama wrote songs for various pop groups. In addition to being the managers for some of them, these groups would in many cases be featured prominently on the hit parade. One such example is the group The Peanuts. The group consisted of identical twins Emi and Yumi Ito. 
They were the first clients of Watanabe Productions. After a stint of singing covers of foreign songs and standards, they went on a brief stint acting, most prominently as the Small Beauties in 1961's Mothra, where they sung the famous Mothra song. A few years later, the Peanuts would start singing their own songs, including the 1963 hit Love Fugue. The song was written by Sugiyama. <laughs> かけて吹いかけて Stardom would take them as far as an appearance on the Ed Sullivan Show on April 3rd, 1966. Now here is another holiday treat for the youngsters of our country. These two young Japanese girls, their nickname is the Peanuts. So let's have a nice welcome for them. Following the explosion in popularity of the Beatles, the group would travel to Japan and play their first show at the Budokan on June 30th, 1966. Despite death threats and 35,000 security personnel to protect the band, Beatlemania hit Japan as well as gave rise to the group sounds genre, Japanese rock groups inspired by the Beatles. The most popular and prominent such group was the Tigers. The group, led by Kenji Sawada on vocals, would regularly perform on the hit parade, most prominently with their first hit single, written by Koichi Sugiyama, called Boku no Mari, or My Mary. <laughs> Thank you. 
あったのは寂しい寂しい雨の朝フランス人形抱いていた一人ポチの可愛い子愛してるとひと言言えなくてつらい思いに泣いたのさマリーが僕に恋をする甘く悲しい夢を見た愛してると一言言えなくて思いになりたのさマリーが僕に恋をする甘く悲しい夢を見た夢を見た Throughout the remainder of his tenure on the hit parade, Sugiyama would continue to write many more hit songs. He stepped down from his role in 1970, but would continue to write songs. This includes for the group Garo, with their 1972 number one hit song, Kakusegai no Kisaden. ちゃうのみ話したよ学生で見やかなこの店の片隅で聞いていたボブティラン In addition to pop groups, Sugiyama's songwriting spilled into other media like anime and tokusatsu, such as 1967's Skyers 5, where he contributed the opening theme. Good to hear, 
と近い明るい未来へ明るい未来へ明るい未来へ進ませ僕らはエース平和のエーススカイアーパイ僕らはエース平和のエーススカイアーシュギヤマはまた一つのオープニングとエンディングテーマです。
for the hyper-powered racing anime Machine Hayabusa, featuring vocals by legendary anime singer Ichiro Mizuki. パーセイ大地を蹴って今日のスーパーマシン火を受けて死ぬ太陽うなれマシン早ぶさマシンは僕だ僕がマシンだ男の命を燃やすんだ立ち上がるハイパワー生きてる証のため生まれマシンはやぶさマシンは僕だ僕がマシンだ男のロマンを歌う生まれマシン早ぶさマシンは僕だ僕がマシンだ男の命を燃やすんだ青い熾烈な敵をレースの誇りのために On the more heartwarming side of 1976, as opposed to heart-pounding, there was manga seikai Mushashi Banashi, where Sugiyama was brought in to write the second opening and ending songs. (laughs) 
The 1970s were when Koichi Sugiyama would go wild with songwriting, ultimately writing more than 2,000 songs. He would even write commercial jingles as well. One such example is the House Vermont Curry commercial in 1975. <laughs> Sugiyama's preference for music writing took a big turn in the late 70s and was for the same reason that influenced countless musicians in the decades since. On May 25, 1977, Star Wars was released in the United States, and like all great American culture, it made its way to Japan. The movie would premiere in Japan a year later, on June 30, 1978, and Japan would end up being Star Wars' biggest international market, making $58.4 million. John Williams' music would instantly inspire Sugiyama to start focusing on orchestral writing. Sugiyama said, quote, after seeing Star Wars, my way of thinking about anime music changed. It changed a lot. 
I was influenced by John Williams in my animation works, and my desire to use a symphonic orchestra increased significantly. Even though the film would take a year to arrive in Japan, the influence of the music was immediate and inspired Sugiyama to write his first orchestral anime score in 1978 for the animated movie version of Science Ninja Team Gatchaman. Despite being a movie edit of the TV series, Science Ninja Team Gatchaman the movie dropped the TV show's Bob Sakuma score for one written by Koichi Sugiyama. The score is full orchestra at its best, lush, beautifully orchestrated, and though it's a hard transition in style for the fans of the original score of this television series, the music is powerful, most notably in the track Lullaby, the theme of Red Impulse. Thank you. 
that track and at least one other cue in the film will actually be reused in Sugiyama's Dragon Quest music in the future. Despite how some might have felt, Sugiyama's time on Gacha Man must have been successful for the producers, since he was brought back on to write the opening, ending, and insert songs for Gacha Man 2, the anime sequel to the series the movie was based on. Sugiyama wasn't done with 70s anime scoring yet, and a year later, in 1979, he composed the score for Cyborg 009, the second attempt at an anime adaptation of Shotaro Ishinomori's science fiction epic manga had songs arranged by and musical score by Koichi Sugiyama.
In addition to anime, Sugiyama wrote for live-action films. One of the first examples was 1979's Jigoku no Mushi, or Hellworms. This was a remake of the 1938 silent film, which takes place in the Edo era of Japan and tells the story of a wealthy farmer and a gang of thieves, and the journey of the thieves as they're on the run after killing the farmer's family. The music is much different than what you heard in Gacha Man and Cyborg 009, a much darker and more chaotic score, performed not by a full symphony orchestra, but by the Tokyo Octet. Sugiyama would open the new decade with the original soundtrack to the anime television series Space Runaway Aion. This was the first animation project by the legendary mecha anime creator Yoshiyuki Tomino after the world-changing success he had with Mobile Suit Gundam. When it came to the score, Tomino wanted the series to have a religious-like atmosphere, something similar to Karina Burana. When he first met Sugiyama, 
Tomino said he really took his breath away. Ah, Carmina Burana, Sugiyama said. Tomino described it as a Carmina Burana, only we'll do it with a robot this time. And Sugiyama understood what was needed immediately. Ideon is a symphonic masterpiece, one of the crowning achievements of Sugiyama's career. It has received a number of soundtrack releases, including a four-movement symphonic suite.
In addition to the powerful original score, Sugiyama also wrote the songs, including the legendary ending theme, Cosmos Nikimito, or To the Cosmos With You, which became one of the most beloved anime endings ever. Tomio said when he first heard it, tears ran down his face. also saw a movie version of Cyborg 009. As a reaction to the sudden cancellation of the anime, 
due to the company Sunrise backing out of their support and other rights issues. The movie was called Cyborg 009, Legend of the Super Galaxy, and most of the voice cast plus Sugiyama returned to work on the production, with a story unrelated to the 1979 series. April 11, 1981, Koichi Sugiyama turned 50 years old. A huge milestone birthday, but also the prelude to a life-changing decade. After a half-century which included success on radio, television, songwriting, and film scoring, he still wasn't done. 1981 gave us Koichi Sugiyama's involvement with Sanrio with The Sea Prince and the Fire Child, a sort of loose animated retelling of Romeo and Juliet. Sugiyama would write another lush, unabashed romantic score for the film.
1982 saw Sugiyama's music featured in the two Ideon films that followed up the series, and in 1983, Sugiyama wrote music for an obscure Japanese anime adaptation of Marjorie Kinnan Rawlings' 1938 novel, The Yearling. Thank you. 
In 1985, a 54-year-old Koichi Sugiyama would continue writing music across all popular mediums. Most people are starting to wind down their career and considering when to retire at that age, but in Sugiyama's case, he is about to have a second golden age. But we'll get to that next time, when the casual sharing of an opinion would open the door to a life-altering career change. <laughs>